Good morning. Thank you for joining me, Pastor Zach Williams, for another edition of New Horizons, the daily podcast and radio ministry of Flat Creek Baptist Church. It is always my greatest joy to be able to dive deep into God's Word with you, and I pray these daily radio uh, podcasts are a blessing to you as well. If you would like more information about Flat Creek Baptist Church, please go to our website, flatcreekchurch.net. You can find all the information you need to know about us there. Today, we're going to continue walking through the book of Acts as we are in Acts chapter number five. Now, when we think about Acts chapter number five, when we, uh, yesterday, we're talking about the story of Ananias and Sapphira. And that story where uh, God, he, he reveals the lie of Ananias and Sapphira, and both of them drop dead on the spot. And I told you yesterday, we need to have a healthy fear of God revived in the church today. You know, so many people today, they just believe they can trample on grace and they can just go on and do what they want to do. Friends, let me remind you that your liberty in Christ does not give you license to sin. You can't just go and do what you want to do. Paul, he argues against that in Romans 6 and says, what should we say then? Can those who have died to sin still live in it? Absolutely not. And so we can't continue living in sin once we have given our hearts to the Lord Jesus Christ. There's going to be friction between you and the Holy Ghost within if there's sin in the camp. Ananias and Sapphira, they set it in their heart to lie against God and they died because of it. Friends, you and I today, we need to realize their consequences for our actions. And we need to always live on the side of holiness. Now, once that happens in the text, the Bible says that great fear comes amongst the entire church. And all those who heard about these things, great fear fell on them. And the very next passage, verse 12 of chapter 5, says that there were many signs and wonders being done among the people through the hands of the apostles. Now, understand that what the apostles are doing here they are simply confirming the testimony of the Lord Jesus Christ resurrected from the dead. And the Holy Spirit is giving them this ability in order that the people might see the authenticity of their message. And so many people today, they want to know, why don't we see these things the way the apostles and those in the New Testament saw them? Well, we have to be really, really careful here. Uh, because when we think about this today, you, you know, you might ask the question, well, does God still perform miracles? And the answer to that question, of course, is yes. Miracles happen every day. People are saved every day, aren't they? That's a miracle. People are healed every day, aren't they? Yes, that's a miracle. These things happen every single day. However, what the apostles had was this, 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 this it seemed like a special touch. I, I mean, we see here in the text, it says that by common consent, they would all meet in Solomon's colonnade and none of the rest dared to join them, but the people praised them highly. Believers were added to the Lord in increasing numbers, crowds of both men and women. And as a result, they would carry the sick out into the streets, lay them on cots and mats, so that when Peter came by, at least his 
shadow might fall on some of them. And in addition, a large group came together from the town surrounding Jerusalem, bringing sick people and those who were tormented by unclean spirits, and they were all healed. So we see this this special touch on the life of Peter. Peter, who at this moment is really the spokesman of the young church. He's the one who's standing and proclaiming the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ in front of the multitudes and the masses. And so he's telling them that Jesus is alive and that Jesus is, is, is on the throne and that Jesus is resurrected. And by his name, these things are happening and people are actually being healed. This is God's way of authenticating the message. And so you say, well, why, why? Doesn't the don't these things happen this way today? Once again, miracles do happen, but why maybe not with this special touch and power that you saw on the apostle Peter? And the answer to that question is Peter's operating before uh, before the New Testament is finished written. And so at this moment in time, they had the Old Testament, but they didn't have the New Testament. And so all these things are authenticating the message that Peter preached. Now, you and I have the full canon of Scripture. We have all 66 books. We have the 27 books of the New Testament. We have the revealed Word of God in our hand. And that is the greatest miracle that we have, is that God has given us His Word And through his word, we can know him. So we don't have to have a lame man get up and leap in order for us to believe. We don't have to see a leopard healed in order for us to believe. We have the scriptures which tell us these things have happened. And now we believe by faith. Once again, it's not that things like that can't happen because they certainly can. However, we don't need those things. We have the full revelation of God in our grip. And all we have to do to know him is to get in the book, dive deep in the book, and God will tell us all we need to know in order to have a saving relationship with him. Now, something amazing is going to happen here. You see, the high priest, the Bible says in verse 17, took action. He and his colleagues and those who belonged to the party of the Sadducees, they were filled with jealousy. That shouldn't surprise you. After all, they've been filled with jealousy over the the life and ministry of Jesus, the entire three years of his public ministry. So it only reasons out they would be filled with jealousy toward his followers who were still uh, who are still preaching and teaching the resurrection and seeing miracles happen. They're full of jealousy. And the Bible says, so they arrested the apostles. They put them in the city jail. And so now the apostles who, if you remember back in chapter four, were threatened. You stop preaching. You stop teaching in this name or we're going to do you great harm. And then they're continuing to teach and preach. Now they're put in prison again. And what happens in verse number 19 of chapter 5? But an angel of the Lord opened the doors of the jail during the night. He brought them out and said, go and stand in the temple complex and tell the people all about this life. And in obedience to this, they enter the temple complex at daybreak and they began to teach. I love 
that text because it reminds me so much of what Peter and John said in Acts chapter 4. If you will remember in Acts 4 verse 19 and 20, Peter and John answered the Sanhedrin, whether it's right in the sight of God for us to listen to you rather than God, you decide. For we are unable to stop speaking about what we have seen and what we have heard. Peter and John said, we can't shut up about this Jesus. And here, once again, after all these great miracles and signs and wonders have been taking place, they're thrown back into the jail again. And when the angel opens the door and says, you go and you keep preaching this message, they walk right back into the center of the place where they have been person where they have been arrested and they start preaching again there is no way that you're going to shut these guys up when it comes to the message of Jesus they had it in their mind they had it in their hearts and they were going to tell the lost world about the hope that is found in Jesus Christ our Lord and friends I pray that that is the same burning passion down deep in your soul that no matter what comes against you, no matter how many threats they may bring against you, even if they were to throw you in the jailhouse today, that you would have the boldness of the apostles to come right out of that jail, go right back into the town square and go right back to preaching because you can't stop teaching about what God has done in your life. Friends, may this be today an encouragement to boldness, to stand and boldly proclaim the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I love you guys so much. I appreciate you. I'm praying for you, and I ask you to pray for me. God bless you, and we'll see you next time on New Horizons.